how fun is this? We are all back together again on Insight now. The three of you It's so good. Good. Peter, yeah. your talk with Danny last week was awesome. Uh, oh, again, we recommend everybody go to Amazon, get the book, The Surrendered Will. Get it, Woo. get it, get it, get it, get it. It's a good book. You want to get that book. So there's our opening plug. Okay. I love it. And listen to the mm -hmm. podcast at insightnow.co. All right. There you go. That was my <laughs> official radio voice. I liked it. Good. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, it's good. Good to see you guys. It's been, it feels like it's been eternity since we've been together. Uh, so much is going on. Uh, yeah. Around about us. So I was, I was listening yeah. to um, Amy and Nathaniel uh, uh -huh. on their uh, on their show, the Amy mm -hmm. and Nathaniel show, mm -hmm. um, homemade so family. To see mm -hmm. them. Yeah, I know. So excited to see them doing that, and uh, so exciting to see uh, the Insight Now family of broadcasts and so forth happening. Yeah, yeah, I think I think somehow we've started to create a media company of some sort. You know, like uh, I don't know. It's kind of cool, though. I mean, it's it's fun to see people stepping in and pouring out like your conversation yesterday with tim was so good oh so good it's just man just mm -hmm. being so blessed by by all the content by the by all the different gifts that are just on display here so i'm yeah. i'm just so grateful for what 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 the lord has asked us to do i think it's just awesome yeah someone was yeah. just telling me i was so blessed by that call with tim last night too listening to it um there someone was just telling me maybe a week and a half ago that they listened to a lot of these broadcasts throughout the week. And this person's just having tremendous breakthrough mm. in the Lord. And they're just reporting just beautiful things. And they kind of rattling off the weekly schedule. And, you know, we're in such a fascinating season in the Lord where there's so much content that's available. And so much of it is happening outside of Sunday morning. And it's really, yeah. a pre it's a precious thing to be able to hear these talks on leadership or hear these talks on kingdom principles or hear these talks yeah. on family, hear these talks on, on the prophetic, et cetera, and to hear them from multiple voices together. So I too, I'm just so blessed by seeing the sort of the, the, the friends, mm. the insight yeah. now group of friends, you know, um, really, you know, have platform and, and space to speak. And I know it's impacting people. It, it really is. And, and one of the other aspects that, I think is, is fun. Um, is that with the schedule, people are starting to set aside time for the, for the live streams. Uh, we're seeing mm -hmm. people consistently hitting it, you know, which is cool, you know? So yes, yeah, it's fun. Super fun. Mm -hmm. So Mark, you, uh, you went on, I, I wanted to say you went on walkabout, but you actually were like on holiday. So I know walkabout's a different thing. Yeah. Okay. I don't understand all this yeah. Australian <laughs> terminology. So I'll just say, I think you went on holiday. Yeah. Is that right? We need a glossary. Yeah. Glossary. We uh, just, <laughs> just, put just for you Americans. Yeah. yeah. Just for you Americans. We went on vacation. Oh, um, okay. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we, uh, and it and I were away for a week in, um, uh, South Australia, um, to these Adelaide, that's her, her two sisters. Oh, there, wonderful family. Mm. So, uh, it, it was, it was, it was great. I mean, it was really, um, uh, a little unusual for me. You know, we did a lot of, um, resting and, you know, sitting and watching the ocean, uh, the sunset and, you know, things that 
in the past I would have found very boring. Um, <laughs> but um, it was it was it was good. It was it was it was good for her, uh, good for us, um, and uh, good to be able to hang out with um, uh, her um, her family and so you know, great. just to to hear some things that God's doing with uh, you know some some of the family. So it's really just mm-hmm. cool. Very good. It's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. So it, it's it's like I'm back and I'm my brain's not yet fully in in yes. gear. You know, you get into a routine and then you break that yeah. routine. And wonderful as it is, you come back in. It's like, ah, oh, where am I? <laughs> that first well, full day think, of work. Yeah, but that I think that talks actually speaks to what we're what kind of we've been focused on is this concept of the turn. You know, it's mm-hmm. like um, gravity weightless suspension moment, you know, where yeah. uh, the brakes are off mm-hmm. and there's no foot on the gas and you're just mm-hmm. turning a wheel and you're gaining a new direction. It's not time to hit the gas yet, but we're just kind of in this open uh, space. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah. it's been we've talked about it ever since. It's been about a month since you brought that out the first mm-hmm. time. And and every week, mm-hmm. every Sunday, this is the mm-hmm. this is where the Lord has us is where are we at in the turn right now? And part of us yes. for us, yep. for us being in the turn is we're discovering we're going back to the direction. Like what road are we actually on? Which way mm-hmm. are we turning? Because we're so we're kind of coming back to a bit of our mission as a community, mm-hmm. you know, and and, and reorienting mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we want to have a culture, which a culture is an environment for growth. And so what are we, what are we doing with our culture and what are we doing with some of this bigger picture stuff? And I think it's perfect for the turn, right. To discover, because mm-hmm. a lot of things that drove us for a long time, we hit the brakes. And so hopefully those yep. things stop, you know, and, and are no longer pressing. And so now we can discover where the grip is. Where are we actually turning? Yep. Like there's a lot of discovery happening in this season. So um, yep. that's yep. been really exciting for us. It, it's, it's been really interesting, isn't it? Um, that you, you can tell something when heaven's oh. trying to communicate something and saying something because you, 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 get, you get stuck on it or it keeps coming back up. You know? Right. It's, mm-hmm. like it's highlighted. Yep. It's, it's, it's there. And this, um, you know, turning the corner was exactly that. We were talking about before um, about... Uh, if we if we stop to think about turning a corner, you know, if you, if you've been going on set course, then yep. when you deviate from that course to turn the corner, there's a lot of forces at work. There's a lot of right. pressure. Um, there's a yep. lot of things that we don't necessarily stop to think about. But if we start mm-hmm. to sort of slow that down. And to yep. start looking at what are the things that are trying to oppose, what are trying to come against, what are the forces that are trying to come against that turning that corner? Um, yeah. You know, maybe we could explore that a little bit. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. How about for you, yeah, Peter? And I think that, yeah, I think that, well, we've been, uh, this last message that I gave at church dealt with the turn of the corner as well. It, it really is a starting point. It was a new series, and it, and I just really felt like, Prophetically, the church at large is is in the is in the turn right now, mm-hmm. and um, and it, it's encouraging. I think we're halfway through the thing. I think we're halfway with a lot of the braking has happened, and now the foot's coming off the brake, and it's about to hit the accelerator. And it is a it is like a season of limbo, but not set in a bad way. It's like no, God's really in this. It's it, God's in this space, and um, 
one of the things that's interesting, you know, Mark talks about like sitting on the beach and those sorts of vacations. And I remember when I was first married um, to Megan and we would go with her parents to her family to the beach and they were beach people. I was not that sort of vacation that I heard. You're you know, a mountain climber. Minutes in on the fr- yeah, exactly. Mountain climber and active mm-hmm. fly fishing up mountain streams, you know, like backpacking. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so we're 15 minutes into the first day or whatever, and we're sitting there and everyone's just enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. I'm like, all right, so what are we going to do today? And, you know, I realized like, that's all we're going to do today is we're going to sit and read <laughs> books with our family in the sand. What? I was like, oh no, is this seven oh, days? Yeah. Like, how am I going to handle this? But one of the reasons that that can be challenging for some of us is because when we slow down that much, some thoughts that we've had can come to the surface. Mm-hmm. Come on. And, you yep. know, there's actually a space and a time. Mm-hmm. And I think that as we talk today, I think we might talk about some external things mm-hmm. that we can start to realize some external pressures and forces mm-hmm. that are existing in, mm-hmm. in, in that turn, yes. you know, but I think that, that we also can realize some internal ones. And, you know, when I shared this last um, week at church, so I good. shared the testimony of the book being done. Um, but I shared, I said, I'm not sharing about the book. What I'm sharing about is that I had a breakthrough. The testimony was about a breakthrough for me, not a book. Because I remember when someone asked me, a couple of years ago, what's the greatest challenge in your life? I said, putting my, putting myself out there in the form of writing. And they then encouraged me in that. And here, two years later, what I've actually learned is the book's coming out. Hey, Dave, uh, two years later, what I've learned is the book's coming out is I didn't just have the challenge of putting myself out there in the form of writing. I had the challenge of putting myself out there at all. And, mm-hmm. you know, and that's really what God started to do in the season for me. He's been doing for a few years, but it's really been accelerated in the season. Wow. And I think sometimes we're in these moments, mm-hmm. the internal dialogue comes to the surface, the internal yep. uh, pressures come to the surface. And that's actually a blessing from God, because what he's doing is he's saying, Peter, actually, it wasn't just putting yourself out there in the form of writing. The breakthrough wasn't the book. The breakthrough is putting yourself out there. And, mm-hmm. you know, and so I'm in this huge season of breakthrough as it relates to really stepping forward, leading, allowing my leadership to be um, to, to be released, to, to move things forward, to move forward, to have that conviction of heart and resolve in my own heart to to move things mm-hmm. forward and to to move forward as God leads me to. And and so yeah. it's been I think that I think that right now in the season, I think that there's some external things we're going to be experiencing many mm-hmm. of us. But I think also for many of us, the Lord's allowing some internal things to come to the surface. Right. Well, it was interesting I, I for me. The, the, Sorry, go ahead. Well, I, I was just going to follow up on that. And I, I think you've got some things to say on this as well. But mm-hmm. I, I think the very the very uh, mechanical action of turning a corner produces pressures, produces, like you said, the internal and external pressures. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I think... Um, that we're called to do is to probably highlight some of those two people so that they mm-hmm. can understand yep. or they can actually deal with what's going on or know what's going on. Um, that's yes. very much our call is to, is to help yep. people to understand this is what's going on or this is what God's doing. Yeah. This is what it's like stepping into, you know? Uh, and I think, um, and I, I think one of the great ways of defeating something is to understand what's going on. Yeah, you know, to understand what is taking yep. place. Um, yeah, so Chris, you were going to say something. 
Yeah, you know, Peter, you mentioned a timeline on the turn, and I'm like, I can't put a timeline on how long this thing's going to be because it took two years for the breaks yeah, in my life. Amen. And I'm like, I don't know how long this turn's going to be, you know. You're probably right. Like, I'm just waiting for the Lord to say hit the gas, you know, but um, which yeah. isn't about doing more. It's not about striving mm -hmm. or doing more things. Yeah. It's just that there's a more forceful intentionality around what you're doing, I feel. The, I don't so know good. if that's the right language for it, but that's how I kind of feel about it. Um, yeah, I was I was picturing you mentioned the ruts, and in Spokane, Washington, where I grew up, everybody it snows a lot. Everybody has studded snow tires, and um, and on the highway I ninety, which goes right through the middle of Spokane, growing up, there would be these huge ruts. Right. Mm. And when the snow packs, the ruts got way deeper because everybody would just run down the same track. Right. You're always down the same track. Um, but then in the summer, you'd still have the 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 studs would wear ruts in the asphalt until they put in mm. that high tension cement. And now there's not that issue. Right. But man, for in the 90s, it was like these huge ruts. And then you go to exit and you got to like pull on the wheel on. and then go whoop and kind of pop out of the rut, you know? And I feel like, yeah. like there was this, there was these tension that was around the tire saying, no, you're moving in this direction and this is the yes. direction you're supposed to move in. But in the turn, even after you hit the brakes, you still had to apply force to the wheel, yep. even though you were off the brakes, you were off the gas, you still had to apply force. And you didn't, I didn't real, you know, you didn't realize that the pressure was even on your wheels until you turned. And I feel like that's kind of what I'm seeing, whether you talk about internal pressure, I think externally, like the rut could be a huge yeah. external factor. You want to change yeah. some things. Well, people don't like change. Right. We don't like yeah. it, you know, and so there's a rut. Yeah. There's a place where it's like, OK, we're going to turn. And in order to turn, you've got to be able to break out of the rut, you know, and people yeah. fear the accident. They fear, oh, it's going to be dangerous. So it's going to, you know, but you just it's not. You just got to turn. Yes. Yeah. And even if but we even if we talk about also also to the the external forces, uh, you know, as mm -hmm. for you know, let, let's put it just straight. You know, the enemy doesn't want us to be moving mm -hmm. off where we've been and to yep. actually change direction. Ooh, he doesn't want that's a good word. There to be that there to be a change into the corner and mm -hmm. turning yep. the corner. Uh, and so we have an opposition. You know, we have a very real spiritual opposition. Mm -hmm. um, and so there, there's going to be some forces, and you know, we can. We can line up the the um, the what we would expect there to be, you know, like you know, control or Jezebel or you know, corrupted mm -hmm. communication, you know, all of those sort of things. Because there's sort of standard uh, opposition yep. Um, yep. to two things to 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 the ministry, and we know from dream interpretation point of view that when we're talking about a vehicle, this is what we're talking about a vehicle. A mm -hmm. vehicle is is a is a uh, a is, is usually representative of ministry. It's the mm -hmm. it's the yeah. vehicle to be able to accomplish or the thing to be able to accomplish that which God has called you to do. Whether it's in a business arena, whether it's in a church context, wh whatever it is, it's the very thing that God yeah. has called you to do. 
and so there's yep. an opposition to 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 that the enemy will oppose and it and it comes in all sorts of different ways usually it doesn't come with a sign to say this is the enemy opposing yeah mm-hmm. nope yeah nope yep. we had a really severe windstorm here yesterday knocked power out for a little bit and um mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm driving, I was down in Coeur d'Alene, I'm driving back and, and, you know, I've got the automatic driver, you know, like the whole automatic driving system in our new car. And, and, um, and so when you're going along, it reads the lines on the road and it just stays Mm -hmm. in the lane and it'll warn you if you've not moved the wheel in 30 seconds, it's like, put, keep your hands on the wheel. Well, a couple of wingas came in and just like, I'm off. Like it just like, okay, we're done. You know, the automatic stuff just shut off, you know, from the wind mm. and, uh, you know, which was kind of funny, you know, I'm like, really, you can't take a wind gust, but those external forces often cause us to grip the wheel a little harder, you know, and, Come and on. you know, feel a little unsafe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. A, a yeah. rental car that we had, had all of that on it. And, uh, it was, it was driving me a bit crazy because, you know, it was it it was beeping all the time. You know, beeping all of the time. But I felt like it was taking control from me. Yep. You know, it was wrestling mm-hmm. wrestling control. You know, and <laughs> yeah, and it was like, you know, but uh, yeah, you know, I, I think I, I you know, well, anyway. Go ahead, Peter. I, you I think that I, yeah, I think you guys are onto something here. And what is challenging in these seasons is that things that used to be on autopilot no longer can go on autopilot. Mm. And we actually have to take control back of the wheel in some things that had just become sort of rote or routine. And oftentimes what happens, not only do they become rote or routine for Mm. us, but they also people sort of tend to fill in around you in any area of your life. If I father a certain way, my children then they'll kind of adapt to that. You know, if I used to teach mm. students a certain way and run the classroom a certain way, the kids will sort of will adapt to that. If an umpire calls a baseball mm-hmm. game a certain way, the baseball players will sort of adapt to that. And, you know, if a president runs a country a certain way, the people will sort of adapt to that. And all of this sort of happens and people kind of come into it. And I used to know as a teacher and when I coach young teachers as much as possible, because it's hard for them as young teachers, but See if you can set your, you know, your expectations in the first days of school as opposed to like trying to change them later because it's just harder to change them later after mm-hmm. the kids have sort of decided, well, this is sort of what they expect of me and this is how they're sort of going to be. And, you know, but when in any area of life where we start to change the game for people, where we start to know the Lord's calling us to do things differently, where we start to realize that, hey, some things I used to just have on autopilot, like this is how it's always been mm-hmm. done. This is good. This has been generally mm-hmm. accepted in my life. It's accepted in those around me that I lead or have influence with. And then all of a sudden the Lord's like, hey, no, 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 I'm blowing in this season in a different way. I'm moving in a different way. And you're going to have to take control of something a little bit and hold on to that wheel because I've, you know, this isn't autopilot anymore. I'm moving you into a new space. And so not only do we have to recognize that it's requiring more intentionality and more focus and more thought and more, you know, Mm -hmm. to to come off of autopilot ourselves internally, but then externally, Mm -hmm. those are those ruts where where people and systems have filled in around Mm -hmm. the way it's been Mm -hmm. done. 
And we have to recognize that that's normal. And again, like Mark was saying, I think part of what we're describing here is elements and phases of a process that if we don't recognize what's happening to us, you can feel like something's wrong as opposed mm -hmm. to realizing that something's happening, you know, and something and, and right I think that is that, happening. Exactly. Hmm. I think one of the, one of the key factors for me in this season of the turn is that um, I have to really partner with the Holy spirit on a different level for discernment in the turn. Mm -hmm. It's a different for me. This has been very, a very different change, a very different turn. And, and part of it too is like, oh, I feel like God said, okay, you're going to turn this, put the blinker on, tell everybody you're turning here, right? Like, like as a leader, you know, okay, you're turning, mm -hmm. but put the blinkers on, make sure everybody's aware. Hey guys, here's where we're at. Here's where we're going. And, and instead of just yanking it and turning it and going, why aren't you guys following me? I'm over here. Like, what's going on? You know, like, it's just a very different style of turn mm. for me right you got now. A signal. Which has been, yeah, which has been a lot of fun. You know, it's been challenging, mm. but it's good. Mm -hmm. That's mm. good. Signal for the turn. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm. So external forces. Um, Peter, you're the summarizer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what, what we've talked offline we've talked here what do you see as being the external some of the big external forces that come up when you remove the brakes because you can't tell what's pushing against the car until yeah. there's no push or pull right there's yeah. no brake or gas and you're in in mm -hmm. not in limbo but you're in this um place where gravity takes over and now you can feel the other pressures that are pushing and pulling you talked yeah. about some internal external what are some of those those things that you've yeah that put, well, been, been following yeah. on i think the internal one is 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 a lot about how you see, how you see yourself mm. and some limitations that god wants god wants to remove so i think that in this season a lot of people might might realize that um either the things he's calling us into that we're about to accelerate into feel bigger than what we feel comfortable with. And so there's some internal pieces there. I think that also there's a, in the, in the slowdown season, for those that are still in that slowdown season or coming out of that, I think a lot of the internal things were wise. The Lord asking us a lot of whys. And we start mm. to realize that there was ambition driving that, or there was fear driving that, or there was all sorts of things driving that. And God, it's been hitting the brakes on some of those. I think externally, like we're talking about, a lot of what happens is that control is usually unintentional. And so, but for instance, when, when, if I change how I'm, how I'm leading a classroom, there could be kids that push back about that. Mm. Now, were those kids like going like this that morning while eating their Fruit Loops saying, I think I want to try to control Mr. DeWitt today? No, but they have a way that th they feel like things have been done. They have a way that they feel like they've become comfortable in their day-to-day -day routine in biology class. And if I start signaling a turn and I start changing some things up, the limbo between making that change and being fully established in the new, they might have some pushback about that. They might have some issue with that. They might take some occasion to that. 
but actually they're not really setting out to be controlling, but they just kind of want to keep going in the way that things have gone before. Um, yet as a teacher, I might experience it as pushback or catching some flack for doing something differently. Mm. Uh, but actually, I just need to help lead them into a new way. I wonder, I was, I was thinking about this a little bit. I was doing a lot of driving over over this last um, weekend, and I, I hit a, a corner or two at a little bit faster than I should. Mm-hmm. And I, I momentarily felt very insecure or fearful. So good. Uh, not that I, not that I was in a dangerous position, but I just didn't feel as comfortable in that corner uh, as I really wanted to be. So I could feel the insecurity, and I think that often, when we are making a, a, a maneuver or things are happening, we can feel a little insecure, and sometimes we react in ways uh, because mm-hmm. our security is being is being threatened. You know, it's our it, all our security is being challenged. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I wonder what you were just talking about there, whether that's um, a little bit, you see behavior from people happen. Uh, and yeah. we can behave like that too, you know, we, we, yep. because we, we're just, we're out of the ordinary. We're, we're into a, we've got all of the, you know, the forces that are, you know, the inertia or all that sort of thing that are, that attach you. And it's, it's not what it used to be. Yes, you know, and and yes. and I feel a little bit vulnerable. I feel, I feel dangerous. I feel fear mm-hmm. creeping in. I feel insecurity. You know, yes. all of the things that I think that God is, you know, knows they're going to highlight it in order that you can grow in that. You know, in order yes. that that can be expanded, because you know we we yep. don't we don't see character development happen so much when everything's going nice, it's really when we're confronted with situations and places that we have to actually change and grow. That's so good. Chris, mm. I, um, there's some, there's something about as well, when there's these sorts of tensions of change, that this thing where it can become uh, oppositional um, yep. and, and intimidation yep. can get into that mix. Yes. And, yep. um, you know, I've heard you speak on that so well, and it's really a liberating yeah. idea. Yeah. To to stay to to not let it go into that sort of space in in you know in our thinking. Yeah. Well, intimidation's a nightmare, you know, um, because mm. you feel controlled, like as if you can't speak for fear, right? So it's mm-hmm. really a, a you know that control trying to intimidate or create fear in you and. Um, one of the things for me is that because people aren't aware that they're doing it and I'm feeling intimidated in a situation, I have to believe the best. I have Mm -hmm. to choose Mm -hmm. to believe the best in them and connect with them, um, relationally and connect with them, find out what's in their heart because almost always that intimidation that I'm feeling wants to prevent that conversation from happening. It wants to prevent the rational relational connection because um the minute that that thing's exposed it's dead like it's like Mm. the second it's in sunlight it's gone right and so the only way that that intimidation continues to work is if it's in the dark and so yes you know uh you know there's situations in relationships where you know you know there might be pushback or you know that there might be a negative response well the inability to push forward and to have a healthy relational conflict 
which is a real thing. You can have healthy relational conflict. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, the thing that prevents it from happening is intimidation, right? Mm -hmm. So we have to be willing to have the hard conversation in love and believe the best. And, you know, oftentimes people have no clue how you're even feeling or why would you feel intimidated? That's not in my heart, but there's something Mm -hmm. surrounding it that has to be brought into the light. And so that's super, super important. And you see it happen in all contexts. You see it happen in marriages. Yep. You mm-hmm. see it happening with kids. You see it happening in churches, yep. business, mm-hmm. you know, like you just in, in any relationship that intimidation will want to prevent there from actually being a healthy relational connection. Um, and that's yes. the whole point of it, right? Is because yep. somebody wants to control the behavior. Probably the devil wants yep. to control the behavior mm-hmm. and is working through an individual or through a situation to intimidate you from doing what God's asked you to do and to say what God's yep. asked you to say. So, yeah. And a lot of times that intimidation comes in um, unexpected forms mm-hmm. uh, for from instance, close people. Um, and, yeah. And sometimes what can happen is, is um, there'll be times where people will just um, throw up some emotional things that have nothing to do with the cer- situation, Yeah, but it has yeah. everything to do with ending a conversation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when, when, when there's, when there's sort of relational patterns that are a lot about ending conversation, what that actually has to do with is intimidation, mm-hmm. right? Now, again, people usually don't even know that they're doing this because oftentimes there's such a, you know, I use my students as an example. <laughs> they're so used to a certain style of class that if I change that, it's created all these emotions in them. And now they're saying, oh, this is just stupid but that's actually just trying to end the conversation. What's mm-hmm. actually happening is they're uncomfortable about doing maybe labs that make them feel like they don't know what to do as a student, but actually there's an upgrade for them there and all of that. But yeah. a lot of times there's there's certain behaviors that aren't about the actual situation, but they're about ending the conversation, like you say, mm-hmm. so, that, so that there can be control exerted in that, which is just fear. We all know that control is just fear. And, um, and I think that related to these two other things, we're talking about control and intimidation, but related to that is, is corrupted communication, like Mark mentioned before, Mm -hmm. because so oftentimes when there's the lack of communication, like you're talking about, Chris, that's, that's what produces the corruption in the communication, because now the things that can't be said, uh, that feel intimidating to say, et cetera, are, are causing there to be much misunderstanding even about what's the real situation that's going on. And, the, and we start talking past one another and there's this corruption mm-hmm. that happens in communication. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, we all do it. We all get surprised yep. when we there do. is repercussions of turning yep. the corner. Yeah. Uh, it's mm-hmm. because we've been so used to going in a particular direction and, um, and we turn the corner and it, that, act of turning the corner, the act of even just starting to turn the corner, uh, reap, uh, it causes repercussions. It causes things to to feel uncomfortable or to feel there to be response or all those sorts of things. Um, mm-hmm. I think most people are in love with the idea of change or turning the corner. They just mm-hmm. don't like going through the process of it. And I think it's yep. more magnified for leaders, you know, leaders, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, get the full force of it. You know, um, mm-hmm. they, they, they not only do they get the inertia and the change and all those sort of things, but they get other people's 
reaction or response to the turning of the corner, mm -hmm. you know, and, and for a lot of people, it doesn't feel like turning the corner, even though it is, mm -hmm. you know, because they, they're so looking forward to, you know, what is going to be taking place that they miss the process or the process, as you Americans say, um, the process of the, the, the corner and all the things that are involved in that, which is what mm -hmm. we've been talking about today, trying to give people some understanding that, that there, are, there are repercussions to going in the corner, good repercussions, but there's still repercussions. Mm -hmm. There's mm -hmm. opposition, there, there's mm -hmm. internal, external forces, there are all mm -hmm. these sorts of things. Yep. And, and th this is why it's really important to stay in a place of trusting the Holy Spirit. Yep. Mm. You know, to trusting um, that uh, and experiencing him as the comforter and him as the teacher uh, and that he's taking us someplace and to be able to assure people, other people and help other people to know um, that we're in a, in a course change. You know, we, mm -hmm. we're in a, mm -hmm. in, a, in a going into a different place and mm -hmm. it'll be okay. It'll be all right. Um, you know, and, and uh, cause that's the reality. That's the truth. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. But it just, it doesn't usually feel like all of that. You know, it's, it's something like you have to almost have to declare some things yep. to, to step into the, 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 the feelings of that. Your feelings have to come in line with, mm -hmm. yeah. And, and of course, you know, as well as I do, you turn a corner, you intuitively know when to put the the gas on, mm -hmm. mm. yep. you know, and, um, yep. and, and that's, that's different for every corner. It is, you know, but that's you good. still, you, you still know from your past experience and just how it yep. feels right, seems right, yep. all of those sorts of things. That's, that's what you're waiting for too. Well, and, and you know, the key, we talked about this Sunday, but the key is abiding in the presence, right? Because mm. he's the ultimate turner of the corner. Yeah. You know, he's the one who put the brakes on. He's the one who's like, okay, let's move forward now. And so abiding in the presence is really the key to navigating any of this in a healthy way, you know, because he's going to speak to you in all types of different ways. And, you know, we talk about this all the time, like, okay, he's not just going to be like, no, you need to turn. No, you need to, mm -hmm. no, he's going to be prompting you and moving you and allowing for the process to happen. Mm -hmm. So, you know, um, that's, that's that's all mm. critical you know yeah well we should think, pray um, yeah i think that you know today uh as far as our you know concluding time and time mm -hmm. uh, praying you know i, I think uh, releasing uh, releasing courage to people you know mm -hmm. to, to go with the turn yep. and releasing wisdom to understand mm -hmm. that you don't understand um, you know, to, to, to realize that, that the father, uh, has, has it, we've, we've, we just got to trust him, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, and, um, and, and releasing an encouragement today that if you're going through, you know, you're going through a, a, a change in direction, a corning corner, going around a corner, you know, turning the corner. Um, we want to say to you today that, um, you know, we're releasing a like a just a, an encouragement that's beyond mm -hmm. just the stock standard. Yeah. You know, like a super mm -hmm. encouragement mm -hmm. uh, out yeah. of nowhere today. You, you know, not even if it's if it's just coming from what we're saying. 
but releasing opportunities for, for encouragement to come from unexpected places. Mm. Amen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I also, you know, the encouragement that, you know, these, I love that allowing encouragement to come from unexpected places because so often um, the way that we've got in, uh, we've received encouragement in the past is actually a rut. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm, that's good. You know, and yeah. I think this goes back to those internal limitations of identity and, you yeah. know, where do we feed, you know, where do we get encouragement, you know? And so he's, he's, he's shifting the whole, the whole map, you yes. know, and, yes. and we've, you know, this is good. This is good. Yes. I want to feel like, a, I feel like I want to say to some people that what you're going through is normal. Yes. Mm -hmm. it, yep. it might not be normal to you. It might not be normal mm -hmm. to what you've been used to but it is normal for the type of turn or the type of thing that you're going into. It's, it's a normal yes. response. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and that the father has got your back. Uh, I really feel like That's somebody good. wants needs to hear today that the, that the father's got your back. Mm -hmm. He has got you. He's got your back. He, he is going to work it together for good. He is mm. going to weave it into a place where all you can see is goodness, where all mm. you were seeing was disappointment and mm -hmm. sadness and yeah. you know, all of those sorts of things. Um, yes. And I, I, I feel really strongly that some people need to hear that God has got your back and mm. he is weaving it. He's weaving things together to display his goodness. Mm. So, you know, so trust him. Trust him. That's good. Oh. Yeah. Good. Yes. Yeah, and I just want to encourage people um, in the whole thing, uh, allow the Lord to take us through our process. You know, I was reading today in John 13, Peter said to Jesus, Lord, why can I not follow you now? <laughs> Such a great question. Why can I not follow you now? And uh, I'll lay down my life for your sake. And Jesus like, not quite so fast. You're not as ready as you think you are, but don't worry, <laughs> I'm going to get you there. And mm -hmm. I think that, I think that, you know, a lot of times in these transitions, the things that we've had vision for um, come come to a come to a place um, where we realize that we're not we're not as far as we thought we were. But trust God in the process, because the fact that you're identifying a gap between where you had vision for and where you are means that God's moving you in that direction. Come and on. so Amen. I really think that just encouraging everyone in the process that they're in, that God's with you in that process and he's faithful to finish what he started. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. This Mark, are you good. having an encounter over there? Yeah. Yeah. I, I I'm you know, feel like um uh I feel like I saw this when Dave came on, Dave Champion came on. Um because on our call last night he was on uh yep. as well. And I just I just felt like the Lord just saying that this Dave Champion, you really are a, a man of consistency. Mm. That you are a man uh, who uh, is consistent, but you bring about consistency into other people's lives. Yes. Like you, mm. you bring That's a good word. Solidity. You you bring, mm -hmm. um, you know, like a what would you call it? Like a, a stability, like a like yeah. a concrete. You know, like, mm -hmm. like you know. Um, <laughs> uh, 
strength, strength yes. or something, and mm -hmm. and that you 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 bring this into people's lives. Mm. You 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 you're an imparter of it. You know, it's like yep. you talk about it to people, and you impart it to them. You know, it's 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 all around about you, mm -hmm. um, and and that it's not just a play on words. And you've probably heard it plenty of times, but with yep. a surname like Champion, mm -hmm. um, it means that you, you are indeed a, a, a champion. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, I think of you know David as the champion against Goliath. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, that you know he pulled down some, you know, Dave David pulled down some some a champion of Goliath. Um, and uh, you know, I, I see that um, you know Dave is going to bring down some champions that are exist putting themselves up against. The things of God, mm -hmm. um, and 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 it's that two-part thing. It's about creating a security and creating a mm -hmm. a sense that 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 people uh, that he comes across, you know, feel valued and feel st st stable, mm -hmm. um, and and at the same time, pulling down, bringing down some things that are lifting themselves up against the that. Against mm. that stability, against that that sort of thing, mm -hmm. just like Goliath w was doing, because he, he was mm -hmm. Goliath declaring those things that he was telling. It was making that army very mm -hmm. insecure because they were so insecure they run not only just once, morning and night for forty days. Yeah, I mean that's a pretty insecure army. Or people that were made to feel insecure and intimidated, like we were talking about mm. before. Yeah, that's it. That's an intimidation. So you know, Dave Champion. Yep. Mm -hmm. Is a destroyer of intimidation. Ooh, yeah, come on, that's a good word. That's it. That's <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and part of that is, Dave, you have a supernatural ability to know how to show up. And I think that seriously, there's, this, there's something about, and this is where Mark's saying the consistency that you produce wow. in others. You know how to show up, and um, one one of one of the things um, that showing up does. I'm just going to say it how I hear it. It tells some things to shut up. And I think mm. that sometimes that there's confusion that happens in certain settings because mm. there's a lot of talk, but not a lot of action. And mm. what you do is you actually bring the clarif the clarifying force of the light of action into situations. And what it does is it actually, it causes some things to come into alignment when you come into those situations. But oftentimes I think that what has happened in your life at times mm is that people, people that, that talk a good talk, you could be intimidated around them because you, you're thinking, I don't, I'm, I don't know that I can't, I can't interact with them, you know, in the way that they're talking or something like that. But actually in many cases, you're helping see breakthrough into their life mm, because you're coming so in good. with action and you're yep. actually helping bring them into that sort of a place. So I just want to encourage you to not see yourself as, as less than in certain settings because actually your gift makes way for a lot of things to happen. Mm -hmm. it's, yeah, it was, um, I say amen. Yeah. Uh, it was interesting too, just for you, Amy. Um, I, I, I had this um, playing out in my, in my thinking, in my spirit that, you know, I heard the, I heard the father put in an order, uh, you know, a little bit like you get a pizza delivery. But it wasn't a pizza. He actually instructed an angel to bring this box to you, Amy. 
and uh, it was delivered to you. And I saw you receiving this delivery from from heaven. And it was a it was a box with a lid on. You took the lid off, and in there was a a new measure of confidence <laughs> uh, and and belief that you have something that you know. And the confidence wasn't wasn't making you more than you were. It was actually highlighting all that's in there already. So yeah. it's like the father yeah. saying, what I'm giving to you now is almost the tonic that enables you mm. to be able to bring out that which I've already invested in you. That's it. So which is that it's that confidence. And, it's, and, and it was like the father ordered and said, Amy, she needs... Uh, box of the confidence with the lot. <laughs> mm. so, mm. There you go. Yeah, this is really good. Uh, Dave, yeah. Oh, yeah, Peter got it. Yeah, Dave said speechless. Come on, so we bless good. you, Dave. Yep, yep. Yeah. Well, um, right. yeah, I think, I think uh, if it's all right, um, I'll close us in prayer. Yeah. Yeah. Good with you guys. Yeah. So Father, Father, we just thank you that um, we are suspended in your will. Yeah. No pressure. There's no pressure. There's no push. There's no pull. We're just here with you in the turn. Mm -hmm. And we're grateful, God, for being in a place where as we turn with you, we get to see the ruts. We get to see the pressure internally and externally. I thank you, God, that you reveal things to heal things. So, Father, mm -hmm. we're asking that you just begin to move in our hearts and in our minds to heal any areas that have been affected through fear, through control, through intimidation, mm -hmm. through um, corrupted mm -hmm. communication, any areas where we have given place to the enemy in our, in our path. Mm-hmm. Father, we, uh, as we turn in this place, God, we're asking that you would um, just draw us mm -hmm. into deeper intimacy with you as we turn, that mm -hmm. we would uh, recognize those mm -hmm. things that are not of you because we're so close to you that it's just obvious. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, yeah. uh, God, God, I ask that you would um, take the words spoken over David and Amy and that you would light them on fire inside of them, that you would, mm -hmm. you would create in both of them such an intense confidence mm -hmm. in your word. Mm -hmm. And Father, I thank you, God, that you are working all this for your mm -hmm. divine glory as the church enters mm -hmm. into a new season. And Father, we are excited mm -hmm. for the new track, the new road. We're excited mm -hmm. for even for some a completely new destination. And Father, we are so grateful, God, for where you're taking us because you are so good. We mm -hmm. love you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Dave, Amen. Dave mentions that Pakistan was awesome. Dave, love it. Want to get a report? Yeah. Good. Awesome. Yep. And uh, and yep. he said yes to that as well. So um, awesome. Well, with right. that, we're gonna we're gonna sign out. Um, okay. Yep, these podcasts go up every single week on your favorite podcast player, wherever that is. We got it. So, okay. See you next week. Okay, bless you guys. See ya. Okay. Bye. Bye.